Hey, welcome back to the podcast. This is Gary Abbott. Uh, today we got a serious, serious topic. It's COVID-19. We've all had a lot of time to think about it. And now we're about, states are moving back to going back to work and lots of confusion out there. And uh, I just want to say, I'm not an expert, not a medical field, not uh, any kind of uh, public figure that uh, has any super knowledge, uh, have uh, followed what my governor has recommended, tried to be as safe as possible. I'm in a building with uh, my mother-in-law, who's 87, and has respiratory issues. And clearly, we do not want her to get COVID-19, however widespread that may be. So I lead you off with that, that uh, <clears throat> today's topic is really about trying to balance all of the issues that uh, are really here in front of us. Um, I, I, I've struggled with uh, the issues, and so let's... Uh, Let's just jump right into it. I think there's got to be a balance uh, between the, I will call them the stay at home, afraid of everything, save the world or what, you know, and then you've got your seem a little dangerous people who think the stay at home order is some kind of conspiracy theory. So fear versus reality, uh, you choose what you think is the right balance. Um, you know, will there be a second wave? Will people all get mingling again like they used to and suddenly we'll have a bigger death toll on our hands? That's the fear side. The medical side's not really sure. I think whenever you listen to any of the medical field, they don't know. They don't know if there's going to be a vaccine. They don't know if there's going to be antibodies that can be uh, given to people. Um, and they're not even finding that these respirators were uh, a significant help to people. They're not even sure if that helped when people went to the hospital who were critical or very sensitive to the coronavirus. So, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here going, this leads to a big, big discussion. It really does. It leads to a much bigger discussion over where do we go from here, really. Um, the reality is, is we are more dependent today on technology than we were two months ago. Uh, schools and all their children that ended up with using Zoom, businesses on WebEx and Microsoft Teams, um, computers, uh, try finding a streaming capture card, try to find uh, half-decent mics and other products that are technology-based where you don't interface with people directly and you interface them with technology. Uh, I believe uh, we're into a major change of how people socialize. 
Um, it, you know, it's starting off with the simple social distancing. And I've got to wonder how that has affected, you know, people, single people, uh, people who usually date, go to bars, uh, churches and other events and mingle and see each other. Married couples, um, you know, married couples that uh, have to stay at home, uh, do they uh, continue to work well together or are they finding out uh, marriage might not be so good? There might be some mismatches as to stay at home. It, it can be a challenge. And I think if you're married and have businesses that are operating partially or non-partially through this uh, it creates some friction and tension and, you know, some of the safety things come in. And kids, you know, if you have kids and homeschooling and try to work from home, very, very difficult. So where, where do we go from here? And uh, probably the biggest thing that's going to happen is I think businesses are going to change. Um, businesses that had their office working from home, that had not in the past are going to come to a new reality where employees who have worked from home are going to want to continue. And those that have children that are still being taught and they have to take care of their kids and schools aren't open, the delays for businesses to bring those people back are definitely going to be there. This is just going to create a reality of also of social distancing. I think people who um, gathered, talked a lot, uh, met in groups, uh, business-wise, even in the office, uh, it's going to change um, how close, how we interact. I do think it's going to help uh, reduce medical costs. I think one of the things that came out of this is the... Uh, you know, there was an awful lot of products, uh, you know, whether it was face masks or whether it was gowns or other equipment. Uh, they all said the hospitals were short. And then by closing down hospitals pretty much in doctor's offices to just COVID-19 issues and pretty much telemedicine, um, I think has shown that the medical and the billing system of doctor's office and health insurance, uh, there's something amiss here. And also amiss of if the hospitals have not seen, I, I know New York, if you're in New York, this is not the case. But if you're in rural New Hampshire, like I am, um, hospitals did not see that many patients. And, you know, if you were a elective surgeon that was put out of business for two months, and had to put off elective surgeries, um, your business didn't do so well uh, with this uh, close down. And, and that goes for retail, retail that had to close down, or restaurants that could only use takeout. And some restaurants couldn't even open even with takeout. So um, the economy is going to take a hit. But at the same time, I want to go back to health insurance um, in the medical field. Uh, you know, they spend so much money um, <clears throat> buying uh, personal protective equipment uh, and getting them to the hospitals and doctors that other companies that may have needed them are not getting them. Um, 
how much inventory do they need? And how much, if the government's paying, should the health insurance people pay? I think uh, this kind of goes to the uh, Medicare for all um, in, in my state. The governor would pay for any of the COVID-19 tests. Whether you had insurance or didn't have insurance, it was paid for. I just look at all these dollars rolled out and uh, wonder if uh, they shouldn't have always been helping out and doing the medical portion for our citizens. And I think um, this has shown that uh, the system can be interrupted. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one who recognizes that, the, you know, we're looking for vaccine. The medical community is very, very good at what it does. But I think in some ways, with all its prescriptions and everything else that uh, might be questionable and costly, uh, need to be looked at. I just, I'm just not comfortable that uh, how those operations run compared to any other business that sells a product. You look at the product and you decide to buy it. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not critical of any of these businesses or any of these types of businesses, but I'm saying... It's a new world, the new reality. I think it's for years to come, not just a few weeks or months. I think we're going to phase back in. We're going to have a summer, and then we're going to see if we're going to have kind of a, a reemergence of COVID-19 and if we have to put in any additional restrictions. I think people will be ready better, um, and I think we'll most likely have taught most businesses how to operate in a much more efficient manner. Now, the other thing that's coming is you don't flood the market. Lots of money, cash from the government, paying everybody stimulus checks without a repercussion on the economy when this all, when we all have restraints, products are going to cost more. Clearly a restaurant can't live on takeout and uh, very few people or people spread out in a restaurant compared to a crowded restaurant. It's going to cost more to serve a smaller group of people with the overhead of a full-blown restaurant. I think many restaurants will close. I think even uh, retail, if your retail was marginal, it's probably going to not going to survive the year. It's a, it's a really tough thing to talk about. It's a rough thing to, uh, to get your hands around, to really grasp this thing. This, uh, you know, I'm just freely talking that uh, I, I think technology is going to help, but I think our social, how we interact is forever changed. And uh, I'd, I'd love to... Uh, figure out some guests that might have a better handle at what uh, this new reality is going to be. Uh, this episode is, is broadcasted on uh, May 9th, 2020, and uh, may be completely off the mark. But I do think uh, we're, we're, we're in for some changes. I think we're, the way we've operated, and I think even just, Think about this. If people stay six feet away from each other or cover their face, 
the transmission of diseases will drop. The transmission of common colds will drop if people wash their hands and do all of those good things. So in some ways, this is teaching us to be prepared for the next pandemic that could come our way. And and I'm not a fear, um, never been through a pandemic or anything like this, but there's always been a fear of a virus or some kind of infection that uh, would be very difficult to eliminate in our society. So it this is a this is a deep dive into uh, the future reality. I think you could pick any one of these topics and you could go a, a very long program on just any one. Um, one you know it, it's really it's complicated. It is complicated. But I'm going to call this the new reality. What's next? Just something to think about. And, you know, even our elections and how our governments run, it's it's going to be mind-boggling that you can't get large groups together or if you get large groups together, the exposure. And then if somebody gets sick, somebody catches it, the overwhelming guilt by that those individuals that... Uh, Brought, brought COVID-19 into a facility and maybe even somebody passed away because they caught it. Just thinking about that, that's um, a new reality that uh, I think some are taking the cavalier approach that, uh, you know, it's a hoax, and, but I just hate to see it when uh, they're responsible for some other individual ending up uh, with this deadly virus and dies. That's just the uh, sorry part of it. Look what happens at all these nursing homes. It's just, uh, you know, the elderly care centers and the uh, nursing homes and how they're impacted. Uh, you know, you, you got to see that reality. At the same time, we can't all just live at home. <laughs> we can't all just stay there and go to the grocery store and maybe pick up some food from a restaurant that's not a reality for a long term for businesses. The whole economic system will collapse. And uh, if it collapses, uh, homes, everything, we're, we're, this, is, this is just the pinnacle of, uh, I don't think anybody's thought about the economic uh, hit. Now, every investor, every anybody who's gone through something like this, they say it's not a forever thing. But I think in the psyche of the millions of people who have been involved with this around the world are going to look at this and say, we need to change our ways so the next one doesn't happen or we minimize the next one that happens. It's just a lot to think about. Um, you know, all I can say on this given day for me, it's been two months with the stay at home. Um, I haven't been confined to home, you know, done some shopping. I've uh, used Amazon to get items, especially these critical items, electronics, which are very hard to get. Um, kind of stepped out and said, you know, 
I, I just need to get these items. They're so important with technology and communicating to other people and businesses. And at the same time, uh, I miss uh, some of the routine of what I used to do. Uh, clearly, uh, it was much more freeing than uh, what it's been. I've been lucky in the Northeast that the weather has not been all that great. Stay-at-home order. We've had uh, cold, really crappy weather. I think we had one day in the 80s for two months, and I watch other YouTubers and you know, they're Florida and they're hot and muggy and wanting to get out and go north. And I'm like, don't, <laughs> north is freezing cold. Um, and, and that's just the reality of how this has gone. Um, I just wanted to have this little conversation uh, in the sense that it's a reality. And uh, I see the two worlds clashing. Uh, the people who think it's a hoax and the people who think you got to stay at home longer. Uh I don't think either one knows what is right, and I don't think uh, political officials know what's right. I do know the political officials are going to have uh, the heavy burden of the economy. You can only do this for a while. You do it too long, and uh, your your whole economic system's going to come crashing down, and uh, you can only hand out money so long, and then suddenly... There's not going to be any more money to hand out. And uh, people have to get a reality with that. But, you know, I want you to be safe. I think people should be safe. I think the people who think it should be a hoax um, think about the people who want to stay home and protect themselves. You don't become the decider of their health. Try to make sure that you know, you gather with people who think the same way as you and are willing to take the risk. If there are people that are not willing to take the risk, understand that they're not going to take the risk. And this is why I say social events, uh, meetings, dinner meetings, weddings, any kind of social event, you're going to have a large group of people who will not take the risk of being in a group, say, above 25 or above 50 or even a hundred uh, concerts. Uh, just, just think about the ramifications. There are some industries that right now know they're in a long-term struggle. And if this virus goes away, it's probably two years, three years for those things to come back. So I sympathize. I know we need to help those, but they probably also have to change what they're doing. Because if it's not coming back, you know, I don't think government and citizens can afford to pay people to stay home because their industry went down. And I, I think this is a very, very tough topic. I don't know how to end this on a happy note, except that uh, right now there is light at the tunnel. I'm very confident that our medical community will come up with a fix, you know, whether it's... Uh, you know, some kind of vaccine or whatever it is, I'm, I'm very optimistic that that's what we're going to get. Whoever does that will be a hero. And, uh, but it'll take, it'll take time to figure out if it's successful, works on everyone, and any kind of side effects. I think there's a lot of confidence now that this is such a high priority 
in the world that uh, somebody's going to figure this out. With that, I'm going to end this. Uh, I, I appreciate everybody taking a, a good listen. Um, you know, I hope you uh, like this podcast and uh, want to hear more in, insights into what's happening. But this topic, COVID-19, just had to do it. I'm in the middle of it. Two months. It's time to uh, talk about it. Again, thanks for listening.